Welcome back to the Venturesome Podcast. I'm here today with Leah Keggy. Leah is a VP of Marketing in the Wine and Spirit space and a surface pattern designer inspired by all things coastal. She creates modern beach patterns and prints for brands. Welcome to Venturesome, Leah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I think to get started, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and uh, what you are doing? Yes. So besides work, um, I live in Athens with my husband and my dog, and I spend a lot of time outside with them. I you know, started a side business, so that takes up a lot of time. And I also enjoy a lot of reading, uh, mostly murder mysteries, but the occasional memoir and, uh, and business book as well. One of the things we wanted to talk about today was your side business and balancing a demanding career with a demanding second career. So what made you decide to start a side business? So to me, it was about exploring a different side of creativity. You know, marketing is generally the most creative of the kind of business jobs, if you will. But it's more analytical and problem solving than it is art. So what I wanted to do was kind of get back into creating. I've always been an artist in some way. I would have a minor in studio art. My mom used to joke that my favorite Christmas present growing up was a ream of paper and markers. I've always liked drawing and creating. And that's sort of how I found myself in marketing as well was that creativity. But as you grow in a career, you find yourself doing less and analyzing and managing more. And I wanted to kind of get back to something more tactile. And that's how I found surface pattern design, which is really creating patterns that go on all sorts of things. So from water bottles to t-shirts or dresses, uh, that's, that's what I create. I get to focus on the creating portion of it versus the analyzing and problem solving and making PowerPoints part. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that because I also lead a marketing team. And as like you said, as you grow in your career, you go from being the person doing a lot of the creative work to overseeing a lot of the creative work. And I took up watercolor painting because I had a similar need to have that creative outlet that isn't exactly related to my day-to-day -day work. So I think that's really cool that you do these surface pattern designs. It's not something that I'd ever thought of, but you know, everything that you purchase, the the leggings that I'm wearing have patterns and somebody has to create those. So I think that's really awesome. So how do you balance having your full-time job and having a side gig, having time to spend with your dog and husband and, and doing fun things in life? How do you balance all of that? Sometimes poorly, <laughs> that's how. <laughs> but I think to me, it's it's about finding boundaries for things, but also creating systems around the pockets of time you do have. So, you know, with side, I feel like side hustle culture, it's always kind of about the grind and it doesn't have to be. If you find something, one, that you enjoy, you know, the, the bulk of my side business is fun for me because <laughs> it's drawing and creating the finances and the you know selling pitching to companies is, isn't the same but it's that's only a piece and what I've done is create pockets where I know I've got a couple hours on a weekend or 
uh, you know, in the morning to, to do some of the less fun stuff. And then I can put it down for the day, do work, you know, day job, day job work, if you will. And then kind of come out of it and have the evening free or go back to something if, if there's a tight deadline that I have, but it's all, to me, it's all about finding pockets of time and creating systems in those pockets. So can you tell us a little bit more about these systems that you have aside from maybe just pockets? Are there ways that you manage that time or other systems you have? Yep. So one of the things I'm a big fan of templates for pretty much everything work it, you know, marketing work like PowerPoint templates, make it easier, reporting templates. But then for my art side, it's email templates when I'm pitching. It's a portfolio template. So I just drop new art into to a digital portfolio rather than, you know, reinventing the wheel every time I think of something that seems fun and different. It's easy to get excited about something fun and different, but those templates kind of keep keep you sane. Um, and then the other thing that I've done is create a system for scheduling social media that allows me to do it really quick and avoid kind of the Instagram rabbit hole of oh, I'm just going to create this reel really fast. It's I don't do, I do some reels, but I really rely on scheduled posts in advance with content themes to prevent myself from playing on social media. Because I think that's the other thing like with marketing is it's fun to some extent to do that. But if it's not the point, then it doesn't, I don't need to spend time on it. Yeah, I, so one, I'm a, a template queen as well. I love templates uh, and especially in my day job because it saves you so much mental energy. And so you can expend that energy in a place where it's a little bit more important. And so I really like, you know, you find a system that works and then you just stick with that system. And of course, make sure that you swap out any key information that you need to swap out. So I I really love that. And I also really appreciate just your overall approach to making sure that you just get some of the work done. So you have to promote things on Instagram. You just get it done instead of trying to perfect it. And as a marketer, it's so easy to spin your wheels and be like, there's so many more creative ways I could do this. But then I think you sometimes have to tell yourself done is better than perfect. Like I just need to get some content out there and I don't have to make this be an award winning Instagram reel to get the job done. And I think, right, with marketing in general, you want to explore that because it could be the next big thing. And it's hard to kind of separate and say, you know what? No, today is not the day for that. Today is the day to, you know, send a pitch email or tackle something else on the to-do list. And maybe maybe later I'll play with whatever Instagram feature is coming out next. <laughs> yeah, that's the exhausting part of being in marketing is you never know what social media channel will be next. Tell me a little bit more about your boundaries because working in marketing can be really stressful, especially if you are at the VP level. So what kind of boundaries do you have in place to maintain some of your sanity? So one of the things that I really try to do is keep everything completely separate, which I know, I th- you know, for so many people, that's kind of easier, easier said than done because you've got to answer an email or, you know, you want to do something with your side business during work. Like it's, keeping it extremely separate. I don't talk about it at work. I don't do anything with my service pattern design while I'm in the office, except for maybe the occasional doodle during a boring meeting. To me, the boundaries are, they kind of go back to that time piece where it's, you know, I've set up time for this and 
I'm going to do surface pattern design in the morning. I'm not going to do it during the day. I'm not going to do it at night. That really helps, I think, keep some of the sanity because then it's not so focused on, okay, I've got two different to-do lists I'm looking at at the same time. Like I'm looking at one to-do list at any given time. Um, I think the other thing, the other boundary that I really set early is that work comes first. To me, it's easy, I think, in the side hustle culture to hear, oh, you got to do this to quit your day job. You've got to go, go, go. You know, I don't sleep. I don't take time for myself. And that's not, it's not why I'm doing this. It's not why I want to grow my business. You know, would it be great to go full-time drawing? Absolutely. <laughs> but to me, it's it's about knowing what the priority is and understanding that, you know, if I did want to make the switch, I could change that boundary. But for now, being a, you know, being a VP of marketing is is much more important to paying the bills. And it's it's still a career I love. It's not like I'm trying to get out of it necessarily. So have you always had these very healthy boundaries that you're defining here? Or did it take a while to get to that point in your career? No, I have not always had those healthy boundaries. <laughs> That's for sure. When I started my side business, I was in a, in a different job that I wasn't as thrilled with. I was feeling a little more stuck. And so I was more, much more focused on the idea of using it to at least kind of get out of the rut that I was in with a job that wasn't really feeling as fulfilling. Changing jobs also kind of instilled that, okay, work comes first boundary. With a job change, I started making more money and I realized that it was going to be harder to replace a salary. <laughs> and I think that it's always easy to be like, oh yeah, just quit your day job and follow your dreams. And you're like, sometimes that's paying the bills by a lot. Or like, I'm not doing this because I'm not making money in my regular job. So I don't think I really developed that healthy boundary until I was kind of back into a fulfilling job and I was doing things I really enjoyed again because I was finding enjoyment in my regular job and realized I didn't need to throw myself so much into my surface pattern design. So how do you prevent yourself from burning out? I just stop doing the things I don't like. You know, that doesn't work in your day job. I fully acknowledge that I still have to make PowerPoints when I don't want to at work, but I can come home and I can just draw and do creation and worry about promoting products or selling them or even putting them on putting them available, you know, on a site like Spoonflower for example. I don't have to do that if I don't want to and I can just draw. And sometimes that drawing when I'm burnt out is really bad. <laughs> that's it never sees the light of day and that's okay. It's kind of about taking a step back and being like, all right, but what do I feel like doing? And if I don't feel like doing anything, I think that's too where like, it's not worth it. You fall back on systems. When you're feeling burnt out, you do the things in the systems you have and you don't worry about making it any better than that. Sort of back to the Instagram. It doesn't have to be a perfect Instagram reel. It can be a static post with a quick bit of information that I've already shared before, but it's actually not bad for your brand to reiterate that. So it's about just taking a step back and doing what you want to do. Yeah. And I think that having that ability to have the separation of your side gig from having to pay your bills, you're not saying, oh, I have to make this into a full-time business because I'm losing my job or I want to quit my job. I have a philosophy that I like to use, which is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. 
So sometimes I'm like, I don't really feel like doing this. And so I'm not going to do this. You know, I've had periods of time where I was really busy. And so I paused doing this podcast because I just really didn't feel like doing it and making the extra time outside of work to do it. So I didn't. And, you know, it didn't hurt anything other than maybe, yeah, I have less people listening right now, but that's fine um, because at the end of the day, it's a hobby. It's a side gig. Definitely fully appreciate and understand that. I think too, you know, there's a lot of, not misconception, but this kind of view of burnout that, oh, you, you can't burn out. You got to push through it, push through it. Maybe your business doesn't grow as quickly as you want it to. And that's okay. You know, maybe, no, you don't hop on the next TikTok trend and skyrocket your engagement, but that's okay. I think everything can kind of go at, at its own pace. And if, I mean, if you're really, you really want it to move forward, you're probably not burned out because you're excited about pushing your, your you know, your product forward or your business forward. Whereas if you're starting to burn out, maybe it's okay not to rush headfirst into everything. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really great point. So the last question I always like to ask people is about being venturesome. So venturesome is all about being ambitious, brave, and curious. So what venturesome advice would you give to your younger self? Just do it. I know that's really cliche, but in especially in the surface pattern design community, which is an awesome community to be a part of. It's really easy to look at kind of other people in the space and when they started and what they're doing now and realize that I, you know, I picked up an iPad to draw in 2019 and I didn't really start anything with a business until 2020. Really honestly like right before the pandemic. It was kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a weird coincidence, but a year of figuring out how to do a repeat pattern would have an extra year of growth in that would have, I'd be so much further. And I didn't do it because I was scared and I didn't do it because I thought, well, maybe this isn't for me and I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't have had those thoughts, but you know what, you can't go back. But to me, it's, it's just, sometimes it does make sense to just do it and just start trying things. Even if it's something you're not sure if you're going to like, the internet is an amazing place where you can make money in all sorts of different ways and through all sorts of different avenues. And the only thing that's stopping you in starting is you. Obviously, once you get bigger, sometimes there are things stopping you like inventory and <laughs> other things. But going down the rabbit hole of figuring out the business is not, you can, anyone can do that. So that's that would be my advice to myself, which is just just get started earlier. Yeah, that is really great advice. So Leah, thank you so much for joining me today. Where can people find you if they want to get in touch or if they want to find some of your patterns? Yes. So my website is the best place to find everything is leahkeggy.com, which is super easy. My Instagram is coastlstudio. So no second A. I thought it was all cute because coast and L for Leah. And then I realized that saying it out loud, everyone was just going to type in coastal as a word. So leahkaggy.com will also get you there. Great. Well, and I will be sure to link to those as well in the 
description. So Leah, thank you so much. And I am really excited to look up your designs and to learn a little bit more about what surface pattern design is. So thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. 